Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 261. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, um, you might just be getting some baseball after all. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, there might be news later today, but... Uh, no deal as of yet, but there's a little bit of a little bit of news. Uh, first off, Apple TV will be showing games. I mean that that is contingent on there being games, but uh, that, I think they jumped a gun on this Apple TV. Uh, but they're going to have Friday Friday night baseball. So, Whoa! Uh, and after that, there was a story that says like MLB is working on a lot of different uh, ways to get games out there uh, and make more money. And they want to get the deal wrapped up before that new money is uh, public knowledge because uh, they don't want the players trying to get any of it, you know? Of course. They want to negotiate and say, all right, here's the deal. And then, and now we sign all these new deals and we're going to add a billion in revenue or something. So that's, I mean, a lot about this, this lockout is about basically baseball is still making more and more money every year, even though people are like, well, baseball doesn't matter. People don't like it as much. It's just not true. Uh, they still make tons of money off of the TV because uh, there's a hundred something games. Yeah, exactly. It's not 48 games or 12 games. It's a billion games. So yeah. even if three people go to every game, they're going to make more money than the NBA. Yeah. And, and there's, it's not three people. Attendance in baseball is always really good. Uh, Cause it's just a, a th- thing people do. It's, it's nice to just go. It's outdoors. You go out to the game and, it's kind of like a social event more so than an NBA game or an NFL game, which is like just really expensive because you don't have so, to watch. Yeah. They, yeah, they, it's, it's a, an experience and they make a lot of money off that and the TV because people like their local teams still. Uh, and there's just less, there's less opportunity for people to actually be forced to watch ads. So this is one way to do it. So they actually make a lot of money. Uh, and I think I saw it, it's like, well, revenue is up. Uh, a lot over the last like five years, payrolls haven't gone up. So basically, owners have been uh, reluctant to pay uh, for their players, and there's there's certain rules that they put in place that makes it harder for them to pay. Uh, so I think the, the players have a right to be upset that they're just getting they're getting less of a chunk of the revenues now. So like with basketball, they've actually negotiated that uh, we get a percentage of the revenues. So I think it's like 51% or something that they get has to go to player salaries. Uh, otherwise, it's like reimbursed. Uh, but baseball doesn't have that rule. And so if owners are creative, they can really keep down salaries. But uh, but there is optimism that there will be a new deal this week. I think if they if you don't get it done by today, I think that means we'll have two weeks of canceled games. So Whoa. right now we're just at one week. But... It seems like everyone's kind of fine with that. Uh, the games aren't missing two weeks isn't a huge deal, uh, but there is some some new stuff that's come out about what some changes to the game because they also want to change rules, uh, things to I guess make the game more interesting because baseball does have its issues. Uh, but a couple of things here that they Just put a fountain in the middle of the outfield. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, here's a couple things that they're uh, considering doing and are seem likely at this point. Uh, a pitch clock, which already does exist, but a reduced pitch clock. So that is uh, the pitcher must pitch within 14 seconds of getting the ball back. Uh, and if there's someone on base, they can take 19 seconds. So this will speed up the games a bit. So they think the games are too long. Three hours is too long for a normal game. And games that go a little longer can go four hours. And that's crazy. Uh, so hopefully the pitch clock will uh, get games going a little bit faster. Uh, I don't have a problem with this rule. Uh, another thing they want to do is get rid of the shift. So uh, when I say the shift, do you, uh, are you familiar with that? what that means in baseball? No. So like the first uh, squad when, and the second squad, first shift, second no, shift. So it's uh, when a certain batter is up, you change your defense, the defensive alignment around. And uh, in cases where usually it's a left-handed hitter. Oh, like left to right hand. Pulls the ball. Uh, they will move it so there's three people uh, on one side of the infield and one on, one on the other. Rather than having like a third base, shortstop, second base, first baseman, like a normal alignment, they'll actually move them over. Uh, because it's more likely that the player will hit the ball that way and they'll just have more coverage. Uh, so people have blamed this on why people's batting average is lower. Uh, but there is some uh, studies into this and that it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Isn't uh, a good also, enough batter able to put the ball wherever he wants? That's Yeah, that's one of the... Vince Vaughn, who was first team All-League. Yeah, if you can... Because, uh, yeah, if, you, if the third baseman is playing like almost all the way to second base... If you hit the ball down the line, uh, there's no chance of them getting it. And you see it happen from time to time. And it's like, why can't a hitter be good enough to just control that themselves? Or uh, like try and hit it into that fountain. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't I don't love this. It's also like, how do you define it? Because uh, players always move around a bit depending on the batter. Uh, the outfielders will move over a bit. They won't come all the way over. Uh, you won't be playing two right fielders, but uh, you will see them move over to one side or the other, like a little, I don't know, 10 feet or something. So what what is legal and what's not is kind of strange. Like, why can't why can't teams decide where they want to line up? Uh, it's I don't I don't I don't I don't see how this is really affecting the game that much, because uh, like I said, there's not really a whole lot of evidence that this is killing batting average. It's more what's killing batting average is people hitting more fly balls and striking out more. It's not that ground balls are getting caught by the infield at a higher rate. So, uh, but uh, I feel like this is something that's going to happen. The players are like, all right, if that's really what you want to do, it's fine. Not a big deal to us. Um, so yeah, so it'll be when it does come back, it'll be a slightly different game. Uh, there's been other changes I think they've already agreed upon, but uh, that's that's the new stuff. So mm, pretty exciting. Yeah. So hopefully next week we'll be able to be talking about the uh, the beginning of the season sometime yeah. in mid-April. So. All right. The, also, Apple announced they're going to be adding a new team called the Macintosh to uh, yeah. coming to uh, uh, Anaheim. An Anaheim team. You know they already have one. Uh, well, Anaheim of Orange County. Yeah, be really hard to tell, but yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the NFL. Yeah, so we got uh, NFL free agency starting up soon. Uh, some teams have made decisions on the franchise tag. So uh, with the franchise tag, you can uh, take a player as a free agent and yeah, give them the franchise tag, and you have to give them 
uh, a top five salary at the position. That's how that works. And the player really doesn't have a choice. Uh, there's there's some debate whether this is like a good rule that it, it you know really uh, restricts the movement of players, especially if they don't want to be on a team anymore. Uh, but it's it's a thing that exists. I don't think it really exists in any other sports, but uh, some some teams made decisions on the franchise tag uh, this week. And uh, I think a lot of people who do get franchise tagged, they end up working out a better deal for them. Uh, because players don't like it. There's no there's no security with it. It's a one year deal. So if uh, you have a bad season or you get hurt, uh, you just get stuck. You didn't have a chance to get a long term contract. So, uh, but th- those decisions were made, uh, like I said, this week. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I did I did like this after all the franchise tags were done. Uh, the team with the most available free agency cap room is the Chargers. So. Uh, be exciting off like season that? for me. Uh, let's see what happens here. They have a lot of money to spend, and uh, it's really important. This is this is the time to do it. You got a young quarterback. Spend some money now. Uh, so it'll be a lot of fun for me to see who they uh, can go and get. Uh, but there were two pretty big news stories involving quarterbacks today that had uh, really nothing to do with free agency. But uh, the first one this morning, uh, Aaron Rodgers committed to the Green Bay Packers. So he has been wanting a trade and off and on. Does he want to stay? Uh, there's some reports on he signed a extension and then some saying that's ah, not completely true, but uh, there's probably a lot of truth to it that he's going to get uh, $50 million a year. That's going to be where, the hold on, where was he before? He's always been with Green Bay. I thought he wanted to leave. He wanted to leave, but now he has decided to stay. And Green Bay will be paying him $50 okay. million a year. Hmm, not bad. Most likely. Uh, probably for four years is what they're saying. So he's he's in his late 30s. Uh, obviously, Brady played till he was 44. So can Rodgers play till he's 42? We'll see. Uh, but he is uh, committed to Green Bay for now, at least. And they've got a good team. So uh, it made sense that this is his best chance to win. It's just to stay. Um, and there were a lot of teams that were trying to get him. Uh, I think notably Denver who hired the Green Bay offensive coordinator. Uh, they've been looking for a quarterback for a long time, and they really wanted Aaron Rodgers. And uh, with the news of him not being available, uh, soon after a big move, they trade for uh, Seattle's Russell Wilson. So uh, I wasn't expecting this. Seattle had said, no, Russell Wilson's our quarterback going forward, and that he doesn't want to trade. Uh, last or Two off-seasons ago, I think Wilson wanted to trade and uh, it didn't happen. He stayed with Seattle. Uh, now, now he has it. So he's going to Denver uh, and in return, the Broncos are sending two first round picks, including uh, this year's one, which is the number nine pick uh, two seconds. And then a couple players usually don't see players move in these big deals, but uh, Denver's drew lock quarterback. They drafted a few years ago who uh, sucks, I think, but uh, I don't know why Seattle really took him back here. I would think that he's like a negative value. Uh, but maybe they think he's better than, you know, the 42nd best quarterback. He might be like the 36th best quarterback. So maybe he's the worst case option, uh, but a better option than, you know, if you get left with like nobody. Um, they also got Noah Fant, who's a tight end, a former first round pick for the Broncos. Hasn't had a great career in his so far, but uh, it's okay. That's someone for their team, but. Yeah, it's a big move. I don't know. I don't know what that means for Denver. They didn't have to give up uh, a key player, really. 
that they had, and that was really their weakness is they had bad quarterback play this year, uh, but good defense, good receivers. Uh, so is Russell Wilson as good as he has always been, or is he on the decline? He missed, I think, six games with injury this year. Uh, when he played, his numbers were still good, but he his team was bad. He didn't have a good record in the games he played in. Uh, so is he still an elite quarterback? But Or is this a situation like uh, the Rams this year, where I think Wilson's still better than Stafford. Uh, so you just get an upgrade. He doesn't need to be the MVP. He just needs to be an upgrade over what you have to add to that good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, I could see, I could see this working out. I could see it not working out. I can see that scenario where like, oh, wow, that's all you needed was him. And now there's a Super Bowl contender, but you could also see it, him being, oh, he's 34. He's had some injuries. The way he plays isn't going to age well and end up being a disappointment. So uh, as a Chargers fan, I'm hoping it's the, uh, the latter. I don't want him to succeed. Uh, the quarterbacks in the AFC West look pretty good right now. Uh, he might be the number three quarterback, and he's Russell Wilson, who been to two Super Bowls, has great numbers. Um, but again, he's not he's not twenty seven or anything. He's thirty four, which used to mean something with quarterbacks that when their careers were kind of done by age thirty seven, you wouldn't want to trade for a thirty four year old. But I think Tom Brady's kind of ruined that for everyone. We don't we don't really know when quarterbacks will start to really decline so Denver's taking a chance here all right you ready to talk NBA uh yeah before we do that I was gonna do a quick college basketball thing oh you want to go college basketball first all right let's do that so uh next week we do college basketball last because it's gonna be the biggest story yeah uh but this week uh we had the final regular season week right now we got the um conference tournament starting uh, or some of them have already started or are over. I mean, tonight we got Gonzaga St. Mary's for the West Coast Conference Tournament final is uh, tonight. And I mean, St. Mary's just beat Gonzaga like two weeks ago. So it could be a good game, but ultimately meaningless game. Both teams are going to make the tournament. Uh, even if Gonzaga loses, I think they'll still be the number one seed. Uh, but it's a, it's a big game. Uh, but really what I want to talk about is the uh, Coach K's final game. Whoa. Uh, they ended up losing to North Carolina, but uh, it is a reminder. Yes, this is his final season as Duke head coach, uh, John Kids Shire. Will never understand. Yeah, John Shire will be taking over. Uh, former player, uh, ninety-six former players were in attendance for his final game. Pretty good. So, yeah. So he, and it's, it was everyone like Elton Brand, JJ Redick. It wasn't just deal. yeah guys that had NBA careers. It's like Taylor oh, King. Man. I remember. The, yeah, not quite. I didn't see him on there. Uh, Short lived. Uh, but yeah, guys who like just played four years and were never like in the NBA. But it's like, hey, yeah, I remember that guy. That guy contributed to teams. Uh, you know, similar to to John Shire, the guy who's going to take over. He was just kind of like a. Uh, I think he was a starter at some point, but he was he was not a star. But he was a guard for them for, uh, I think all for four years. So, uh, it's going to be Our weird. Choose when to he, fill. Yeah, it's going to be weird when he's he's gone, and yeah, especially with. What's his first bad season going to look like? I think, I mean, Duke has made the tournament every single year. I think it's, it's just it's insane. That shouldn't happen. Uh, they're not always great, but that they make the tournament every year. I mean, you see some of these teams just struggle to even do that. Uh, so are we going to see like 
Duke go 500? <laughs> like like North Carolina was was bad last year, and now now they're better, but they're not like a contender. Uh, it it seems like it shouldn't. It, it'll never be that way for Duke, but maybe maybe it will. So I just it's wonder weird. the for recruiting sake. I mean, obviously it's still Duke. I think that's still a big deal to any kid who's playing basketball. But it might you know take a little bit of a backseat because losing that coach. So I, I wonder, I mean, they were a pretty well oiled machine. Those kids were, I don't know, just robots basically out there. They would rarely kind of get flustered and in a sport where you don't see them in the NBA get flustered, but you see them in college get flustered a whole lot more. I just wonder how they're going to look. I'm sure the whole world is too, Andy. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's such a, it's such a name that you, you, he goes to anyone, any kid's house trying to recruit him. And it's just like, yeah, I know who this is. Like, I obviously know who this is. This is like a celebrity. He's like almost. My a, mom closed the door on him. Yeah, a fictional like, character. This is a lie. <laughs> uh, that's, but you know, it's not over yet. So they're, they're a good team. They're definitely going to be in this tournament. They still got the ACC tournament. So uh, we have a little bit longer to spend with him, but uh, no more regular season games. So, yeah. Uh, enjoy it i'm sure we'll actually get sick of it uh, especially if duke does make a run we're just going to hear about it over and over and over oh they're going to do a 60 for 60 on him yeah. not even a 30 for 30 a 60 for 60 so uh yeah we might get tired of him but uh this is it come mid-april we will not see him coach coaching ever again yeah he might pick up like a rec league coaching job you know, sure, like sure. a board yeah it'd be fun yeah. sounds like a movie <laughs> it does all right now you ready to talk about nba yeah which uh i think the only thing that happens the nba is just philadelphia 76ers drama but uh you you just you have to talk about it so uh they are now up to second place in the east and uh Embiid's kind of the favorite for mvp now what it's funny how that works uh he hasn't done anything different he's i mean he's good uh, I would say deserving to be in the conversation, but what's changed is they got better as a team and are now in second place, uh, but he's not actually more productive. Something's uh, wrong here. They're not playing tonight on TV. Yeah. That doesn't, I must they, be looking at something old or something. They will be soon. Uh, and that's what uh, the next part of this is. Uh, I think it's March 10th. Let me, let me confirm. Yes. March 10th, 430 TNT. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers at home uh, hosting the Brooklyn Nets, who uh, they traded for a guy named Ben Simmons, hasn't played yet. Uh, but Ben Simmons will be in attendance at the game. They announced Whoa. this today. Uh, Steve Nash said this is important for him to uh, go there because everyone's been calling him out saying uh, he's not playing because he's afraid of the crowd. So they're saying, you know, he's going to go there. He's going to take his booze. He's not playing. He's not ready to play yet. Uh, but he's he's gonna he's gonna show up. He's gonna let the crowd uh, get him. Uh, and it's like, wow, that's that's nice. Uh, that's that's a positive story. Has he never seen Happy Gilmore? <laughs> Just go to your own happy place. Yeah, is it that big of a deal? You uh, big mamby pamby. So it's like, okay, this is a nice little nice little story here. He's he's gonna stare down the crowd, let him boo him. Uh, and then there's a, a report later today that. Uh, the reason he is doing this is he is prepared to file a lawsuit. Uh, against the Sixers, who uh, they didn't pay him. So all the games he sat out, they didn't pay him. 
uh, his people are arguing that uh, it was a real he was a real condition. You know, he was really he couldn't play for the team uh, as a hostile work environment. I don't really know. <sighs> they are planning to use the reaction he gets at the stadium as evidence that he, oh couldn't, my God. he couldn't possibly play for this team anymore because uh, look at the, look at the way the crowd is treating him. Worst so. player in the NBA. <laughs> Go back to Australia, you piece of shit baby. So I don't know. If this guy work. sucks. Andy, do you like him? Real. Could anyone actually like him if that's a true story? You know, I, I I believe lawyers can lawyer their way into anything. So I don't think he created this whole scam. He allowed it. <laughs> he allowed it. He's signing off on it at the end of the day. I just want to see him play basketball. And I want and I want to see him uh, get humiliated. And I want to see him have good plays and be successful. Uh, maybe get in a fight with someone. I don't know. I just want things to happen. So, uh, But this does seem like world... Wide wrestling or whatever what is it called? WWE wrestling right now. It's just like these yeah. are fake storylines. Uh, I don't know what's going on. But, He's gonna huck a chair at someone. Yeah, uh, but in that game, it will be a good game because Kevin Durant is back, um, and they do need him back because right now the Nets are only two games ahead of eleventh place, and eleventh uh, place means you're not in the playoffs. No play-in game at all. So. Uh, Right now, it looks like there's no chance of them avoiding the play-in game. They will be in it, uh, and I think they're hoping by the time that happens, they're going to have everyone back, and they'll roll through whoever they'll be playing. But uh, these one-game play-ins, you know, anything can happen. So let's say they are they they wind up in ninth. Uh, you lose that game, it's over. They could have everyone back. You have one bad game. Uh, Kyrie, Durant, Ben Simmons all playing. You have one bad game. You lose to the tenth seed. It's over, and we'll never be talking about them until next October. So uh, that seems insane. And I'm sure Adam Silver does not want that to happen. So I already start preparing her conspiracy theories about how uh, the Nets were able to advance. But mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a plausible scenario right now that this team doesn't even make the field. So I'd like that. That would just go to <laughs> show, you know, you can't just throw a whole bunch of ingredients together and make a good cake. But also, you like Steve Nash, right? Steve Nash is fine. Okay, but he'd be very sad. His team. I don't isn't... care if he's sad. He's still a <laughs> you know, trillionaire, and his job is to coach a basketball team. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, the last thing I have here is uh, there's another team that's in second place, uh, a new second place team. Uh, there's Memphis. They have passed Golden State now. Uh, they are in second place in the West. Whoa. Uh, it's all jaw. Yeah, he's having he's a great little run right now. Uh, but Golden State, the, the real thing is Golden State has not been on a good run. Uh, five straight losses, two and eight in their last ten. Uh, they really miss Draymond, who's been out for, I think, a couple months now. Uh, and, and Clay's been playing for a couple months, and it just he's he's not the same. They'll never have that groove back. It's he's he's a little older. Uh, he still could shoot, but I think he's shooting like 37% from three, not oh. 42. Uh, and that matters. And if you're just, if you're 31 and you can't move the way you did and you're really just a shooter, like it's, he's gotta be not, 32 by now, right? He is, you know, he's 32. So, um, just turned 32 in February. Yeah. Um, his birthday's not far behind mine. Yeah. So, uh, I think, I think the best of, of him is, is over. And I think the best of Golden State is over, especially if I mean Draymond's having back problems. He's he's thirty two as well. 
Uh, I don't know. He seems older than that. Yeah, and he did play. He played a lot of years. He played three years with Michigan State, I think, but uh, he didn't get into the league until 2012. So uh, came in a little later than that, than Curry. Um, but yeah, after such a great start, it's looking bad for him now. But Well, do you really feel bad for him? And I'm not even talking about the fact that they've been so dominant for so long, but rather the fact that you see you know, little Steph Curry on HBO Max with you know this show and on ABC with that show. It's like, dude, are you practicing anymore? Yeah, I mean, they're oversaturated. Uh, they got a little too much attention. Uh, they're on TNT tonight, and they're on TNT on Thursday night. So just like, yeah, I think I think it's uh, nice that we're over them. I mean, remember Andrew Wiggins made the All Star team as a starter, and it's like, well, that's not that's not right. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so yeah, maybe they des- they deserve this. Yeah, nice I'd little two so. eight stretch, and uh, people would rather see Memphis make a run here. Uh-huh. I'm all yeah. for you know the person whoever can be you know be the best, but when I start seeing you doing TV shows and dumb shit. I just, the second anything, you know, shows that you're not making uh, your shots. Well, there, there's something's got to give and it's, you're not practicing. Yeah. I mean, that's his job is to practice. This is a worst shooting year in a while. So rest my case. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also some other uh, injured player news. Uh, Zion Williamson is going to start practicing this week. So, I don't know. Does it take him 19 years to go from practicing to playing? Well, hopefully he's practicing uh, on an elliptical. Yeah. He's practicing a new diet. Uh, who knows? Uh, but if he's practicing, it means, it means he's moving. Have we seen a move? Like I, I, I don't know. Uh, but that's that could be exciting. Yeah. It's, it's something. Some progress. Something. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him before the end of the year. I think right now New Orleans is... The game back from L.A. 10. Yeah, they are slotted in the playing game. So if the season ended today, it would be uh, Lakers-Pelicans in the 9-10 matchup. And I think you'd have to go with the Pelicans in that matchup. Yeah, a young LeBron versus an old LeBron. Yeah. Just giving them the same weight right there. I'd take the young one. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers had a big, big win this week against the Warriors. LeBron had 56 uh, then they lose to the Spurs, and it's just like, oh, yeah, everyone fucking hates this team. It's Yeah, I don't know if the unibrow is even alive anymore. Or like, I've seen reports like, his ankle is gone. Like, it left. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know who else is on the team. Like, Russell Westbrook is like, they want to trade him. He won't leave. He's physically there. He's not mentally there. Yeah. <laughs> and then LeBron is too busy just, like, changing laws in the NBA. And, like, my kid's going to play tomorrow, okay, for 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 Russ. It's like, what the shit is going on? It's a circus act. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It is. The drama is more dramatic than the actual TV show that they're airing about the Lakers. Yeah. I watched the first episode of that. I did not watch it yet, but I'm just making that assumption. Yeah. 30 years from now, they'll make that TV show and it'll suck. Yeah. Everyone will hate themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. Uh, anything else to add on the NBA? Uh, no, I think we got everything covered for the whole episode. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 261 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off roads going to the NBA, Andy. Yes. Cool. I'll see you later.